welcome to the specifist everybody and um today i'm going to talk about something that i've really been noticing more of and it kind of goes back actually to the episode i just finished making like an hour or two ago probably be releasing i probably already released it so i'll probably be releasing this one tomorrow at the same time as whenever i publish it probably like 12 11.30, so probably 12-ish something tomorrow, which it might actually be that. Uh, well, we'll see, because if, if it's uh, 12, I can do it on the 7th, and it'll be... Because I don't want to release too many in one day, because uh, I released two today. So I don't want to go more than two, because be, that would be too much for one person to listen to. But I just wanted to do this little episode... Here because it's something that I really notice more and more of, and that is the attempt to uh, find that perfect moment, that perfect amount of information, uh, and how that might actually be kind of an illusion and might actually not work at well all the way you think it does. So what do I mean by this, right? So. Let's say you want to uh, explain to somebody something, right? Let's say you, they want to talk to you, but you don't really know how to explain it to them because you don't have the right words at that moment, right? Um, what I've, what I always used to do was always try to find the right words before I started speaking. Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, and I definitely did this with a podcast as well. Uh, it's not like I could do a script or anything. I don't really do scripts, but I do kind of like try and think about what the topic is of the episode before I do it and maybe some examples and things like this. So an example, I'll give you an example here of what I'm talking about. Like, let's say you want to learn how to become more practical as a person, like, you know, time management, things like this. What do you do? You can learn all kinds of information about it. Um... But my strategy was always to try and learn as much as possible. And if anything, try and learn everything I could about the subject at hand. And then work from there. But the problem is that that's not possible. You can't know everything about any of these subjects. Because these knowledges are almost like infinite. (sighs) Reality is infinite in so many different ways. And uh, I want to do like imaginary episode. Or imaginary, uh, imagination-based episode to help you to see, partially at least, how this is kind of true. But what I used to do, and what I still kind of do sometimes, is try and get as much information as possible, right? Like, if you want to know how to, uh, I don't know, cook something, for instance, a good example. Learn as much about uh, as possible about how to cook, or... You know, there's the other option of being learned, uh, using learned helplessness, which is like, oh, I don't know how to cook. I'm such a failure. You know, that kind of thing. You could do that as well. <laughs> um, I've seen people do that. I've, I've done that sometimes. But my big problem is more about, like, I don't really know that much about cooking. Like, it was it was kind of ridiculous. Like, like um, 2020... Some close friend of my friends of mine were here in my house for a little bit, like a week for like a couple of days, and they were, and uh, one of them was cooking, and I didn't I didn't know how to fucking cook or anything at all. 
Um, like, I know how to cook them in the microwave, mostly, and that's about it. I can, uh, do, make, cook up some eggs in the microwave, and I can do stuff like that. But, like, as far as the stove and stuff is concerned, I can't really do that, because, you know, like, I'm, I just never really learned very much about how to do it. Um, and so, there's this idea that I have to find this perfect moment, this perfect amount of, like, information in some way. Um, and, uh, this perfect amount of time, this perfect time to try and figure out ways of cooking, trying to figure out ways of doing whatever it is that I'm doing. Not really cooking necessarily, but that could be a good example as well. And... To be honest with you, there's one big problem with the solution. And that problem is that you're not going to be able to know everything about whatever it is that you're doing. And you're going to be making mistakes no matter what you learn. Because learning doesn't necessarily equal experience. It doesn't really equal experience. But experience can actually equal learning. Experiential learning is what I want to call it. Experiential learning is kind of like where... Like, say, you touch the stove, you learn that it's hot. Like, oh, wow, that was hot. Don't touch the stove, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so, if you are having this kind of problem in different areas, I call it preparation mode. Um, you know, maybe start small, whatever, whatever it is, and learn experientially. Um, something that I want to try and learn more about, or something I want to try and do more of. Um, of course, in mind, sometimes comes with fear and it's like oh I shouldn't do this this is I might make a mistake I might fail I might you know this kind of thing um and so learning mistakes in my opinion is like a is like a wisdom thing like when you make a mistake you can learn from it like if you don't if you don't do the thing that you want to do you can't learn from it you can learn of all kinds of information about like this is this this is how you do it but if you if you don't do it, you can't really learn from it experientially. Um, and so you're not going to make a mistake. See, people think that mistakes are like this bad, awful... Some people seem to make this mistake. I've made this mistake as well. That says that mistakes are this bad, awful thing. That's like not good. You shouldn't be making mistakes because make, making mistakes feels horrible, like emotionally speaking. Uh, and this kind of not like knowledge, right? But to be honest with you, if you don't make mistakes, you actually can't learn anything. That's the thing that I've I've started to learn more of. Now, of course, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't... 37% charge. 37% charge. Speak off. Like, like, plan. This doesn't mean that you shouldn't, like, figure out a way of making the least amount of mistakes as possible when you're doing this thing. But no mistakes is not possible, I don't think. Eventually, you will reach that level where you make very little mistakes, if any at all, about this thing, whatever it is. But until then, you will be making mistakes, and that's the process. That's how you learn from it. You figure out how, but you have to figure out what that mistake was, why that mistake was made, and how to not do that as much in the future, or to do it in a different way. Maybe you just, maybe you didn't do it wrong, maybe you just forgot like a, a step or something. You have to figure it out. And that's how you learn from your mistakes. So, um... Speech on. Left channel on button. Recording duration 7 minutes, 14 seconds. Recording duration. Speech on. You know, my mistakes have been always been very, like... You know, the mind, the mind gets in the way. 
when it comes to a mistake sometimes. Like, it, it creates these cognitive distortions, which is, which are, like, basically cognitive distortions are distortions in your thinking that create emotional responses that are, like, negative or anxious or depression or whatever, or sadness. And so a good example of, like, a, a mind cognitive distortion that you might have about your mistakes is, like, oh, my, my mistakes, I'm such a failure, I'm such a loser, I made all these mistakes, I did all these bad things or whatever, um, and you kind of get stuck in that mode of just, like, kind of, like, self-wallowing in it, if you know what I mean, like, you're wallowing in your own bullshit, so to speak, you're kind of like, oh, no, why am I such a bad person, I'm such a failure, I'm such a loser as a person, I didn't do this, or I didn't do it right, or whatever, um, you know, you're not going to be doing it right, you're probably going to be making a bunch of mistakes, but it's not a bad thing. It's just a thing to become aware of and to learn from. But your mind will get your mind will probably get in the way and say, "Oh, you shouldn't be making mistakes. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. You need to do this absolutely perfectly," which is just not going to happen, anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. Your mind's going to find some fault in whatever it is that you did. Especially if your mind is super critical, like if you're if you're a control freak, like I have to admit sometimes I'm I'm a control freak with certain things, then you're you're going to find things in your whatever that you did that you thought was wrong, was imperfect, was not quite right, and you can learn from those and you can go oh maybe that's not the way to do it or maybe it wasn't that bad you know it wasn't that bad, there was very little mistakes and the mistakes things that I saw there that were imperfect were just, you know, there. They were not that bad, you know, whatever it is. You can do that as well. Um, because honestly, the mind is going to fuck you up. To be honest with you, the mind and emotions will fuck you up every time if you if you listen to them too much. Now, I'm not saying never listen to them. I'm not saying that never to, like, express your emotions or any kind of thing like that. I don't really know if I would even make that kind of advice, but... What I'm saying is that you, if you kind of like give in to your mind and, and emotions. Um, see, this is where my control freak comes in because I'm like, you know, I can't, you know, you, you can't really trust your emotions. I'm sorry, you, you really can't. Like, if, I, if um, I've seen people who have been to- intoxicated and they made horrible decisions because they used their emotions, they, they were too emotional and they made all these bad decisions. And I see all this, and I'm going, "Oh, you can't use your, you can't use your emotions to make decisions. You have to use uh, logic. You have to use, if not logic, like you have to use some kind of more objective standard than just your emotions, um, because otherwise you're going to be let down every time because your emotions are gonna your your emotions are fickle as fuck. Uh, your emotions are going to be like all over the place." One minute, one minute you're gonna be sad, and that's gonna make, and that's gonna you're gonna make a certain decision in that mode. But in the next moment, you're gonna be happy, and you're gonna make a different decision. You're gonna be like, oh man, this is this is better than being sad, you know. But then you're gonna go back to being angry or something. And you're gonna make make a bad decision, or you're gonna make a, make a decision that wasn't a great decision because you're using your emotions. Your emotions are using you in a sense to make decisions. I'm not saying that you shouldn't use. Your emotions, you can do that if you want. Um, 
I, I, I would just be say, I would just say to be, be aware of the consequences if there is any, and learn from those consequences if possible. Don't wallow in your own bullshit. Because that's, that's, that's exactly what your emotions will do to you. Your mind will do it. Your mind will go, oh, I shouldn't have done this. I was such a failure. I was such a bad person when I did this. You know, I should have, you know, not texted my ex when I was angry. I shouldn't have texted him when I was drunk and, ang uh, you know, sad and this kind of thing. You know, that kind of shit. You know what I'm talking about? And so you're... But you can take the, those facts. I shouldn't have texted X when I was drunk and sad, whatever it was. And then you go, why? Why was that a bad thing? What what caused it to be a problem? And then you, your mind gives you a bunch of reasons, a bunch of facts, right? What, what you think are facts, what your mind thinks are facts, but are really just your emotional responses in a lot of cases. Not always. Like, I'm not saying that your, your mind is wrong, but your mind over-exaggerates the facts, typically speaking, when you're emotional what I've noticed and that's what a cognitive distortion basically is in a lot of cases and what creates cognitive distortions um <clears throat> and so what I mean by this is like like say you did this you talked to your ex whoever this person is and they and you were emotional you were kind of like yelling a little bit and you were crying into the phone and they were like they were getting angry and they were getting upset and they were getting mad and then you woke up the next day like with regret and with sadness like oh I shouldn't have done this you know I I, I made him feel bad I made myself feel bad you know this kind of thing right and the answer is maybe you shouldn't have done this but it, the answer is not to wallow in it because of you, your mistake the answer is to figure out what you did why you did it and learn from it so um, honestly, when it comes to your emotions, if you are driven by them, and I and I mean I mean driven as in like, um, like if you're sad and you're feeling that sadness and you're like that sadness is kind of like taking over. Or whatever the emotion is, and you make a decision from that emotion. That decision is typically typically going to be, uh, well, maybe not typically, but it's, it's probably going to be a decision that you will probably regret. Like a good example is like if you're angry, and because you saw something political on Twitter or whatever, and you replied to this person saying "fuck you" and you're a dumb and you're an asshole and all this shit, you and you uh, get into a big argument on Twitter or whatever, wherever, it doesn't matter where it is, you know, that's going to make your emotions stronger. You're going to be more, more angry and not less. And so you, you, um, made a decision that caused you a lot of problems. And that's exactly the point. Um, you know, I'm not going to tell you that you shouldn't make decisions based on your emotions. That's up to you, to be honest with you, because I don't, I'm not, I try not to make those judgment calls anymore for people because honestly they're probably going to do whatever the fuck they're going to do anyways despite what I want them what I think would be a good idea for them to do uh, they're going to do whatever they're going to do anyways right so you what you do is you learn from this like if you see somebody else do this you learn from that and you go oh that's something I don't want myself to do 
Because typically what we end up doing is we see that kind of a behavior, we see whatever the behavior is, and we become critical. And because, and we do it the wrong way, that we become critical in the opposite direction. We, we, instead of realizing, oh, this is what I don't want myself to be, I don't want myself engaging in over-emotional behavior. That's not good for anybody. That's not good for you or me. And so, instead of being critical, instead of being critical to this person, you notice that mistake. You notice that problem that you see as a problem, that you see as a situation that shouldn't really be happening. And you go, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. This is not helpful for me. This is not helpful for this person. It's really not helping me to become wiser, become more aware, more, become you know, more meditative and whatnot. Um, and then that way you kind of like use other people's decisions for your own benefit. And if you, if they want to, uh, know your success or if they want any advice, you can ask for it or you can give it. But like, I, I don't really give people, uh, in my circle advice anymore unless they ask for it because I, I've, um, I've learned from my mistakes on that one. Like I've did, I did this thing, had this like projection thing happen where it was like, I got so into this podcasting mode that I was in for a while that I kind of projected myself out as like a teacher, as like a person who understands shit, but I really don't understand shit, if you want to be honest. Like I understand like a, a, a basic, like how you deal with emotions and things like this, but I don't really understand shit. I barely understand like emotions, <laughs> but I can tell you the structure of emotions and I can tell you the problems with what happens if you trust too much in your emotions and things like this. And I don't make that mistake. I don't make that mistake of just constantly, because there was a time where, like, I was just constantly creating with, you know, my friends and whatnot. You know, and it and it, it was great. It works. But to be honest with you, you have to read. Sometimes you have to, like, separate yourself from those you like for a time so you can kind of get some clarity. Because otherwise, what ends up happening is that you create your own, uh, you create your own, uh, your you create your own kind of like false self in a sense. And what I mean by this is like, you can you can be with a bunch of you can be with a couple of friends. You can really create a close circle of friends, and you can create like a group uh, in some way, messaging or space FaceTime or whatever it is that you're doing, and you can create so much and you can do so much together. That it almost becomes its own kind of circle jerk. Like, it, it's not that bad necessarily, but it can get, get pretty bad. Like, in my own case, it was like I was projecting myself outward as a teacher rather than being just a friend and a person to hang out with and talk to. And it's it's not, you know, that's another area like you can find yourself in. You can find yourself projecting. I didn't think I'd end up with this topic here, but it is kind of important to realize when you're doing that sometimes because it's kind of based on the same problem of 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 uh your emotions in a sense and what why do i think that is because like why was i projecting in this way was why was i projecting myself as a teacher and and this kind of thing and the reason why is because i was getting so much uh understanding and benefit from all the stuff that i was learning and and finding out through my awakenings and whatnot that i just it was almost like a, a therapeutic response to just like share with people 
uh, and, you know, like, the club circle of friends that I have and stuff like that, and it was, it, it was great, there was some good advice and some good in, insights, but sometimes, because it was, it was, uh, so constant, like, it has to be, because it was so constant, it, it, and because it wasn't, it wasn't, like, um, fully aware in some ways, like, there's some problems and there's some bullshit, but, because it wasn't as constant, or because it was, uh, too constant, like, it was a lot of, uh, problems I created because of my own projection, and it created, I think, a lot of problems in the relationships themselves, in some ways, and, uh, yeah, that's what that's what this whole thing about mistakes is about. Like you have to learn from your mistakes in some way. You have to figure out what's going on here. Um, you may not know exactly what caused your mistake. Sometimes it takes you a couple times, a couple hundred times even to figure out even what the mistake was that you made. And then you figure it out and instead of wallowing in it, you go, Oh, oh, that's what I did. How do I figure that? How do I learn from it? How do I do it differently? How do I you know, whatever it is. So, so, um, I hope you enjoy this episode. I wasn't expecting it to go in that direction a little bit, but it was, uh, it was worth it, honestly, because it, it's something that I think people fall into. I've fallen into it myself when it comes to mistakes where the mind goes, oh, no, mistakes are, like, this bad thing, and you shouldn't have mistakes, and uh, some people do the same thing with suffering, like, oh, suffering is a bad thing, you shouldn't suffer, um, and the same advice, I think, goes for suffering as much as it goes for mistakes, because suffering, in a sense, is, is another kind of mistake, or if it's not a mistake, it's a clearing out of uh, old patterns, if that makes any sense. It's a hard thing to explain. I might make an episode on that guy, actually, because there's some interesting points to be made there. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.